Well, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Shay, on this Wednesday, and I'm bringing to you a special guest. My girl, Shamaya Woods, is in the building with us. What's going on, lady? Hey, hey, hey. How are you? All things is amazing on this end. How are you doing over there in Chicago, Illinois? I'm doing well. Doing well on this wonderful Wednesday. Um, congratulations to you in your celebration of your podcast um for those who don't know i've known her since she was a little girl so i'm proud <laughs> of the woman that she has become um right now we were just speaking about the change that she made and the shift that she made to become the person that she is today so i'm happy to see that oh thank you i really appreciate that so we're gonna jump right into it you guys because shamaya has so much things that's going on that's right in the city of chicago with you guys so we Definitely going to start off by congratulating you on becoming a principal to an actually public school that's in Chicago. That's major. So how did you actually get into the principal role? Um, so I've been in education over 17 years. I was okay. a teacher. I was a para. I was an instructional coach. I was an AP for a while. So when the um, opportunity presented itself, I definitely took advantage of it to become a principal. I am a principal of Donahue Charter Charter School. Okay. It is pre-K through fifth grade, um, mostly um, African-American Black students. So I am happy to lead and grow our, our babies. Yes, that's a lot. That's a lot to take on too. So that requires self-discipline. So what are you doing when it's time to really discipline yourself to go in there to, you know, with these different type of personalities? Like you said, you started from pre-K on up to eighth grade and it's a charter school. So I know they require more strict learning and education and curriculums. So how are you handling all that as well? Um, so we have pre-K through fifth grade, but you know, it's just balance. I mean, I'm yeah. still a mom, I'm still a wife, I'm still a sister, I'm still a cousin. So it's just having balance, making sure to use my time wisely and to and make sure that I'm intentional about the things that I'm doing when it comes to, you know, work, school and life. Absolutely. So what is your main focus, you know, with being a principal of this charter school? What is it that you're trying, your intentions with the school that you're trying to bring amongst this school that probably wasn't there before? Um, right now, we're focused on safety, coming back to school as a whole. We're focused on safety, making sure that our babies get the social, emotional learning that they need, making sure that they are getting the academics that they need. So those are our number one and two priorities. Wow, that is so major. Congratulations to you. Would you have you ever just thought that, you know, over the 17 years with being, you know, into this education lifestyle that you would ever land a road to be a principal? Um, it was definitely a goal. Um okay. just, you know, waiting for the, the right time and the right opportunity and the right door to open for it. Absolutely, yes. And I know as soon as that door opened, you was like, I'm happy to walk through. I'm going to put on some heels because not only are you just the principal, I do see that you, um, as a writer, you have put out a book, I want to say. Um, I believe that I've seen something called Candy Shop or it's like women need to know more of their worth. Do you mind just giving me more about that? Absolutely. So back in 2015, I wrote a book for teen girls called Hey Girl, Say It With Me. Hashtag I know my worth. And it's a book of self-affirmations that you read aloud every day. And it's a really short, quick read, um, read to boost teen girls' um, 
to boost teen girls' confidence, I do um, what we call healing and restoration circles with teen girls based off that book. And I have a workbook that I use with girls as well, too. Um, my candy shop is just uh, my website where you can go to learn more about me, more about what my speaking topics are, because I do speak, um, and some merch that I may sell here and there. Okay. Um, I say life means to live, not exist. Okay. Put here for a reason, for a purpose. And I think that many of us were taught to survive, which means we, we were taught to exist when we should have been taught how to live and thrive and live our life to the fullest. Absolutely. And you know, you know, nowadays when you do see more um, motivational speakers or more book writers, they are always targeting our young women. And mm -hmm. I want to know why is it that you know, that is much more of an area that we do feel like we have to reach into and tap into because of these are the next ladies that are growing up to be our future or the next becoming women. So when you target them, what is your real intentions with them? It's just to make them feel like um, they can be more than just existence. What is the goal with it, with the young ladies? So it's to build their self-esteem, build their confidence so that they can know that they have the world at their fingertips and that they can do whatever they want to do before they become women. My goal is to is to heal a broken child so that what she doesn't become a broken woman. Um, really? um, yeah. So that's, you know, that's just the ultimate goal is to make sure that we're instilling in them what they need to know now so that when they get older, they know exactly what to do. The confidence, the self-esteem, the resources, the education, knowing what you want to do in life and how you're going to get it that you deserve. The, the, the bigger picture is to show them at a young age that they deserve to be happy mm -hmm. and how to set goals and expectations around being happy and that success should be a part of life. And that you should be happy when you achieve success. That it's not a secret. That it's not, you know, something that you should not be able to brag or humbly brag about. That is, it's a part of life and that you should, and when you're living life, this is what you should be doing. Um, sometimes in the, in the midst of existing and surviving, we don't realize that these things are happening because we're so busy existing and surviving and we're not living intentionally and we're just going through day to day. So being teaching them how to be very intentional about setting goals and how every decision that you make as a, a young adult, as an adolescent goes into your adult life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Teaching yeah, that, that is true. How, how to live intentionally. You mm -hmm. know, always saying, oh, life too short and da 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 da, but nobody is living intentionally. Like, what are you doing after you say life too short? Are you following your dreams? Mm -hmm. Are you setting goals and expectations? Are you meeting those goals? Are you, do you have self-discipline? You know, things like that. So it's important to, you know, let these girls know, then show them how to navigate life and just be successful women because that's what they were put here for. So do you have like a um a facility, like an outreach program or something that these young ladies do come into to where that you are counseling these um sessions for them? So no, what I do is within the school. Um okay. it's just within the school. And if um and anyone else can, you know, like buy the book and facilitate um a group as well too, but um, it's just, you know, in the school that I usually do it, like this year, um, I'll start doing it with, um, well, actually this year, I'm going to revamp the program so that I can do it with my boys because my girls 
lot of mentoring programs already at my school. So I want to do something for my for my boys this year. But um, no, I just I just do it at my school. And, you know, anybody can get like a copy of the book, definitely. And, you know, just it's just you know, daily affirmations. And I also have a workbook that I'm, by Christmas time, I'm going to be reworking to go with this book so that there's a workbook, a curriculum workbook that is done so they can go hand in hand so that other people can implement the program at their schools or in their groups and things like that. I speak to other people's mentoring group I go to. I do others. Um, I do a lot um, after school matters with leadership and things like that. Yeah, that's very productive, you know, and it takes a lot for you to even commit your time to want to feel like you, you you should be able to save other children, you know, young ladies and just give them that mentor to let them know, like, like you said, hey, girl, say it with me. I know my work and I definitely want to tap back into that because it wasn't easy and it's not easy when you when you are trying to make a change mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for yourself or for the better, because like you said, you've been knowing me for a long time coming up. Um, I was a teenager, so I know what you mean when you say you need to look at yourself and know your worth, because sometimes us teens can be out here as females and we're just living, like you said, and we don't really know what, a, what is our purpose? Why, what are we doing intentionally with our time? So we can be out here just giving it away, doing a lot of things, like you said, that will follow you later on in life. So one good thing that was told to me that I always take with me, um, what you do as a kid, it will follow you as an adult. So it's just like um, your background. It's like a felony. It will never leave your background. Yeah. So I always make sure that um, I'm doing a proper etiquette with myself before I feel like I can just go and try to mentor or, you know, nag to someone else about where they might not be standing. I don't like to put expectations that I have for myself on someone else's life. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when you're another woman and you can see where another woman is lacking at, it's like, do how do you know when is the right time to speak up and when it's not? Have you ever had those type of stumbles that made you feel like maybe I shouldn't say something to this young lady or I really do need to let her know she need to know her worth? Um, I think it's all about the way you approach people and also about the relationship that you have with people. Um, I don't overstep my bounds to anybody. You know, you take the information that I give you and use it as you as you please. If I see potential in you, I will try to push you as much as I can. But, you know, the old saying is you can lead the horse to water, but you can't, but you make, can't them make them drink it. Yeah. Drink it. So, you know, the one of the frustrating issues is, I mean, not even with teens or with just, you know, people in general, is that people have a lot of potential and you see a lot of potential in people, but people don't see the potential in themselves. themselves. Yeah. And don't want to push forward to do things that they, you know, that they should be doing. So that's one of the things that I've learned that, you know, you motivate, you encourage, and you give people the resources, and then they have to. You can't want it more for them than they want it for themselves. Um, so when it comes to you know stuff like that, I try not to overstep my bounds. If I think we have a relationship, then I'll have a conversation with you, or I just you know give you some friendly advice. And it's not a push for you to take it. It's not a push for you to you know change or anything. You know, I let I let that sit on your brain, let it marinate with you, and if you see fit to change, then you and God can go about that and definitely do something to change that but but definitely um it's about building relationships and you know letting know people that you want the best for them and not you know that you're trying to tell them how to live their lives Absolutely. you're not trying to tell them what to do with their lives what to do with their children what to do with their spouses 
what to do with their boyfriends, with their girlfriends. You're not telling them what to do, but you definitely just want to let them know that, you know, I want you to live your life and I want you to be the best at what you're doing. So it's just, I think it's all about how you say things as well, too. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you you mentioned that it is. It, it's always an approach. Yeah. The approach. So how, what is some of the testimony stories that you have seen with just work with doing this outreach work for these um these young teens that you started the book off for? Well, know my work. Um, so most of the girls that, you know, definitely say that they had they, they had a confidence booster, they were able to speak up more for themselves, you know after the program was done, they knew how to set goals when it comes to their schoolwork, when it came to like testing, you know, knowing what they want to do and being intentional about studying, you know, and, and you know, things like that. But um, I also like to get testimonies like, you know, I had fun. Okay. It was just, I was able to relax and be let myself fun and be myself. So those are, you know, some of the other testimonies that I received from some girls. Oh, look at you. Go ahead. What were you weren't doing this when I was coming up? You was just letting me throw rocks, be bad and fight. Like, really? You should have started in the community first, baby. You could have been saved me. It took me two kids to get this together. Two kids. My mom almost gave up on me six times. Shemaya, what were you? You know, I was, you know, I was still young when you, you know, when you, you were at, you were in school. I was still young too. You know, I was, you, you, I was just becoming into education when, you know, I was at the school that you were working at and then, okay. you, know, I, you know, moved on to, you know, another school or whatever. But, you know, everything has a time and a purpose, Absolutely. you know, so your time was, you know, you left Chicago and found who you are and, you know, you had two kids and now you allowed that to change who you are for the better. Um, Absolutely. For yeah, but you you know you used to throw them hands all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't throw. I, I I ain't never did that. Don't don't do that. I, I ain't throw no hands on. The, I throw them like this, y'all, just like this. <laughs> oh no! But no, change is for the better, and it's it's not just with you know having children or moving to another state. Sometimes we can experience change within ourselves and don't know that we are changing and your attitude, the way you respond, the way you eat, you know, just certain things will start just going into a different place for you. And you will never know that you are really changing and about to really come into the person you supposed to be. So I think that's when everything really did play um, a position into where I was really coming with coming forward because like you said it's all about time you know i just put more of it all my you know my faith into god and a lot of people might just feel like you know spiritual and god might not be there for me i don't know who you pray to or you know what religions you have but i'm gonna just say this for me I, my God, he he definitely worked for me. And it's like, once I heard his voice, I had to follow because, you know, sometimes you can hear a voice and you'll miss your boat. So that that's just, that's just where it went for me. And I just was looking like, you know, well, I know how I was brought up. You know, my mom raised me right. I came from a good home, but still, once I got to the streets, it was like a dog with his harness took off. I was running wild. I was gone, but I just had to see, I had to really hit those life lessons so I can know for myself, like, this is why she's telling me not to do X, Y, and Z. This is why you supposed to wait for someone, you know what I'm saying? You can't just be, oh, he loved me. He's this, he's that. <laughs> so I done got baby mama two times. I'm mad. What do we get? I done let somebody baby mama me twice. Really? No. 
So now I'm ch I'm I'm changing. I want my girls, you know, you you need to just move different. So that's what the proper etiquette is coming for. So I mean, I'm glad you yes. You, and the thing about it is, you know, every time you, it's a blessing when you learn a lesson, you know, and that's what you should, anytime something is challenging or anytime things are hard, um, I always tell people, look for the lesson because that's the blessing. Don't look yeah. at how big the problem is. Don't look at how big the situation is. You know, you ask God what you want me to learn from this. What's the lesson um, in this? And everybody has their wake up stories, you know, and you, you definitely had your wake up stories where you was like, okay, yeah, you know. I can't be out here trying to be maybe mama number three again. Okay. <laughs> Make sure that I'm doing what I need to do for myself for these things not to happen. I mean, I, I've had that story as well too after baby number one. Okay. I was absolutely. I was like, this is the end. This is this won't happen again. But and that's when living with intentions. Yep. Is when setting expectations around what you want and. And what other people don't realize sometimes, I think it's about trusting the process of that. As well. mm -hmm. So many people be caught up like, well, I need a man and, you know, I can't be without a man or, you know, he came along and, but did he match up to your expectations? Did God really tell you that this is the one that you're supposed to be with? Or is it the one that you want to be with? Mm -hmm. You know, Making sure you not only have high expectations for yourself, but with the person that you actually are you know, mating and meeting with as well too for that. So making sure that's all about, you know, and that's what I teach. Knowing your worth is 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 way more than what people talk about being in relationships and friendships. It's about knowing what you want and what you deserve as a whole in life. Knowing that you deserve a house. You deserve yep. a dog. You deserve a husband. You deserve a picket fence. You deserve a decent paying job, a good paying job, a great paying job. You deserve happiness in every aspect of your life, not just in relationship wise. You deserve those things that you're getting because you're going to work hard to get those things. You deserve to achieve those goals because you set you set that goal and you work hard to get it. So that's what knowing your worth is about. People are always like, girl, know your worth. He ain't worth. It's not only about being a woman. <laughs> you know, it's not. It's a, the overall thing is about what, do you deserve everything that you want to have in life? Period. Point blank. That's it. But you deserve whatever you want to have. God said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Okay. Abundantly. And abundance means more. Yeah. So he wants us to have more. He wants us to, to live a, a thriving and successful life. That's what he wants us to do. But we also have to want it as well, too. He's opened the door. He says, keep on knocking. The door is going to open. But absolutely, we, you know, failure is going to happen, you know, mm -hmm. but we just definitely have to push through and think about the lessons that come with those challenges and just get up. I always say life is like an obstacle course. Sometimes you're going to make it through. Sometimes you're going to fall, but you got to get back up again. So I think it's, it's important that people that people definitely know that. Absolutely. And you just heard it from Shamaya on Let's Be Real, ladies and gentlemen. You have to participate in your own rescue because that's pretty much what you're doing. If you're just sitting back and you're worried about how big the problem is, you'll never really see the outcome of what the problem did bring to you. It could be a lesson and it could be a blessing. That's so either way it go, you just participate in your own rescue. I'm glad you, I'm glad we did this interview, girl. You just spoke up so much today, but don't be talking about I'm throwing no hands now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Superman ain't coming. He is the rest of you. you gotta rescue your damn self. He is not. 
So you, you if you want to write that book, you got to write it yourself. You okay. To, you got to lose it yourself. You want to get that degree, you got to do it yourself because Superman not coming. You but you know what? Some people, uh, I mean, for a lot of people, you know, like now I see myself like I came from Chicago, even though for me to move to another state, whoopie do that does not make me just an excel person better than someone else that's still there in Chicago. That's why I started this platform, because in Chicago, no matter what violence is going on, do you know, we some hustlers. It's a lot of us out here that's launching brands, that's writing books that just became sermon preachers and things like that. You know, chefs, cooks, upholsters. So I started with my hometown first, but I used the stream yard to branch off because I want to navigate throughout the people throughout the 50 states. It's a lot of success out here. You know, one hand washes another, but see, you can't be fearful of, oh, I can't go here because I'm going to lose Bam Bam and Nick Nam as friends. See, you got to surround yourself with the same people who want to eat just like you. You can't fix this plate of food and then you hang it with Bam Bam and he got a nacho tray. It's going to be a problem. It is. I, I, one thing I talked to other my teams about and I talk to my own kids about this too, is I call it squad. And every aspect of um, when we're talking about, and I do the five, the five selves, self-worth, self-enlightenment, self-education, self-encouragement, and, um, and there's another self. And we always talk about squad. And when we talk about squad is, how's your squad helping you? Is your squad surrounded, is motivating you? Is your squad there to clap you on like that video like that little boy was like that's my boy that's okay why it needs to be about even yeah. when someone in your squad is not winning they need to be clapping you on when you are winning and vice versa for that so i think your circle is very very important if wait if you're in your circle and you're the smartest in your circle you need to find you some more people in your circle because you shouldn't okay. be the smartest in your circle you should be the most successful in your circle you need to be with like-minded people who are pushing to be successful, just as successful with you, like you said, so we can all eat together. Um, yep. I absolutely agree. I think the best thing is your network determines your net worth. And I think that is very, very crucial when it comes to like, you know, success, you know, and knowing things. I also have a nonprofit called um, Get Up and Do Something, yep. where I educate the whole parent. Like at the school, we educate the whole student. I educate the whole parent about mm -hmm. financial wealth, spiritual wealth, mental health, everything, education in the schools, everything that they need to know about the ins and outs of education. I do my best to try to provide resources for them to provide you know, ways to do things. And the way that I'm able to do a certain thing is because of my circle. Like when I come mm -hmm. out begging like, hey, get up and do something, need some book bags, I need some help. Or hey, get up and do something, it's doing mm -hmm. a quick way, I need some help. You know, it's definitely because of my circle, you know, yeah. so you got to, you know, have people in your circle that can help you do things as well, too. But a lot of people just feel like, oh, my friends don't got to help me do nothing. I can, Man, I heard Kevin Hart even said, you feel me? And I, I believe in the term, uh, you put a shark in a fish tank, it only grows as big as a fish tank. But if you put that shark in the in the ocean, it grows as big as the ocean. That's your mind. That's the mentality. You can't, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't hang with nobody if I'm married and they not married. No, you're not going to put no seasoning and salt onto me because, you know, birds of a feather flock together. You're going to start wanting to do something well well i have unmarried friends now what yes. and how's that going <laughs> my best friend of 30 years is not married okay 
you know. Well, it's 30 years. You've been her friend for 30 years. So, I mean. 40. I mean, she's not married. And my other friend is a, is a widower. So, you know, I do have some unmarried friends. Um, and my other friend that I do business with, dance class, but she's not married either. But the thing about it is what you have to realize is it's a goal for them. Okay. To and get married. To get married. They're not Absolutely. out they're not out here doing, you know, it's a goal for them. So that's what you also have to look at too. It's okay that you have people in these circles. Make sure that their long-term goals. Goals is, oh, that's okay. You took the words out of my mouth. Absolutely. Is aligned to that, you know, for that. I absolutely agree. Put a shark in the water, it's going to grow as, as, as everything. Mindset is everything. When I speak, um, my topic that I speak on is how to move into your worth. And move stands for, um, Mindfulness, motivation, being optimistic, being verbal, having a vision, and executing the plan. Girl, come on with that vocabulary. <laughs> come on with it. Uh, everything you're doing about life is is staying on the move. You know, you can't be stagnant in life. You know, life is going to happen, and you just got to keep going with, with life. You can't let it stop. You just have to stay on the move with life. You know, and that's what... You know, I, I talk about that all the time. Like death is going to happen. You know, yeah. that, you know, accidents are going to happen. You couldn't have told me two years ago that my brother would, was going to be in an accident. You know, things okay. are going to happen. Unexpected. Unexpected. And you have to stay on the move when it comes to life. Like you just, you got to be motivated. You got to be optimistic. You got to have a vision. You got to be verbal. You got to execute that plan. And sometimes you got to educate yourself as well too. So you got to stay on the move. And I just, I constantly say that all the time. Yeah, but you got to do this. Get up and do something. Let's oh, talk yeah. about <laughs> get up and do something besides <laughs> what you was doing. Yeah. I think you should what you was doing yesterday, you should have had a more lot more better things to do today, okay? You come on now. You doing the same thing you was doing from yesterday, but there I go putting expectations on somebody's life because Shaquan life is a little bit more productive. I'm sorry, y'all. I bet y'all want me to go back to throwing hands and fighting and being ghetto. No, Shamaya, what's up? Get up and do something. Tell us about this. So get up and do something is my nonprofit where um I educate where we educate the whole parent. Our mission and vision is just to educate the whole parent. We are in the process of trying to get funds to give out scholarships to parents. Okay. We can out um you know my granny, she passed away a few years ago. You know, she lived in the community. She loved helping teen mom. She cleaned up in the community and everything. So we're gonna be giving away the granny grants. We are ah. to a um a a mom from the age of 18 to 25 to help with daycare. So hopefully uh, we can work on getting that soon. We're going to be giving the Marilla and Bond grant to a, a single parent that has a child in private school. So we are trying to help um, parents with resources and things like that. Yes. So try to give parents resources that they need, have workshops for them that they may want to attend, learn about everything that they want to learn about. Absolutely. So in these packages and any of this giveaway, do you have anything to help with um, eliminating some of the, you know, the germs for COVID? Yes, honey. I gave away over a thousand masks, uh, masks this summer. I gave away over a hundred bottles of hand sanitizer, gloves. Uh, we constantly give away PPE. We did a Christmas drive. Um, I don't know if you know, but on Chicago, I'm on Lockwood where the, the old police station that is now, um, a the home for the mothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did a Christmas giveaway to them where we gave 
like a hundred bags filled with socks and mm. we gave away we had socks and lotion and sanitary items and toothpaste and things like that for them um in there so we were able to give away all that stuff um in there so we try to do something for um thanksgiving and at the beginning of this um school year when latoya opened her salon get up and do something gave away over 100 book bags um during that time my goal is to one day give out a thousand book bags i want to do like a toy drive like i want to be able to manifest manifest it absolutely i want to be able to go you know go hard or go home with it and do just a big big toy drive um yeah. christmas for the kids and for the parents that need it as well too I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, when I was uh, you know, starting this podcast, I'm like, OK, it's, it's a way that I can give back to my community. So I was thinking because I have done the feed the streets before and um, I had just got up, set up some tables, grabbed a couple of foods and, you know, and I just was fixing sandwiches and passing out. Mm-hmm. And Dan K. Davis came through. So, you know, with not just that, it was easy for me to do that, but I, it just made me feel like I want to do more. So with me with the podcast and I'm like, okay, now the holidays is coming up. How can I make the show fun? So I was going to start doing like raffles or like giving away to maybe $500 to a family for Thanksgiving to help out buy some turkeys. I was just trying to be a little bit more creative with the show, but I'm still implementing things and getting things and lined up. But I'm glad that you said that because it's always good to give back to your community. Absolutely. It's, 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 it's definitely a plus. So yeah. with the um with the get up and do something good, um, you said where you educate the whole parent. What what is the education that the parent is getting? So we educate um the parents around what education is in the schools. A lot of people Parents don't know, you know, their rights when it comes to, you know, certain things as far as like if they have a diverse learner or a special ed kid, what an IEP is, you know, how to, you know, the meeting is ran, what your child's NWEA score is, how mm-hmm. does my child apply for selective enrollment, how important is this, what, um, you know, what's the qualifications, what, you know, what do I need to know? So we try to educate parents about everything school and the importance of all these things that happen in school that, you know, we have working parents. Some parents don't know what goes on in the school. So they're trusting the school to do a lot of things for them. So we want to make sure that parents know about, you know, about what's going on in school and how they are able to, you know, advocate for their child at the school. Absolutely. A lot of parent liaisons. Do you have any of those at the charter schools? Oh, yeah. We have tons of parent liaisons. Um, at my school, yeah. Okay. So I do see where it says like you can scan and do the donate. So when they do donate, what are you is the funds for everything to go to the school or is it used towards the parents to help out? Something is totally separate from the school. This is my own um personal organization that I started. Okay. Okay. And is not is not connected to any of my nine to five jobs. This is my own nonprofit that I started. Um, my girl stop playing so so when you scan the app um when you scan the donate code all the money goes to get up and do something and it goes to um when we're purchasing things for christmas when we're purchasing things for thanksgiving when we are uh, purchasing things for back to school um, okay want to give back to for that yeah so this is a special account that you can just give back to the community on it's labeled get up and do something because you donating so we can get these people up to do something right right absolutely. <laughs> so something. 
<laughs> I like it though. I didn't know you was, you know, that productive. You had so many things that falls in place up under your head as a lady. How is you balancing still being a husband and a mom? So what are you doing every, you, your mom for two minutes, your wife for two minutes, your okay. principal? Oh, you know, my kids are very active. Um, my youngest daughter is a gymnast. She's at dance class right now. So while I'm talking to you, she's at dance class. My oldest- Momagers. My oldest is a junior in high school. So she still, you know, goes places and needs driving around till she gets her license. And then, you know, my husband and I try to, you know, find uh, find ourselves 10, 15 minutes here and there on the weekends if we're not busy. Maybe we'll plan a date night or something. We need to do better at it, but uh, plan a date night, you know, or something like that. But, you know, we're, we're, I mean, you work it, you work it out, you balance it, you know, you have some balance. You know, some days I say later work, some days I don't, you know, just depending on what you have to do and then you can't feel bad when you can't stay at work, you know, those times. Cause you know, you do, I do have a family and I do have, you know, other responsibilities that I have to take care of my children at home. So, you know, you just have to be like, it's all about balance and yeah. all about balance and using your time wisely. Self-control too, because you know, if you don't have a lot of self-control to know where you have to pull away from things and manage things out, get a vision board going, how to communicate or yeah. know when to stop yourself, you will, you will be overwhelmed. And yep. that leads up to my next question. With all of this that you have going on, being a wife, being a mother, you have a um your own business to get up and go. You also doing a candy talk. You know, what is it for you that just felt like, man, it's overwhelming or do you need to take a step back or you ever feel like I'm going to let go something? Um, so, you know, I'm certified in mindful and meditation. So what keeps me balanced is that I meditate and do yoga every single day. Okay. Um, I meditate two to three times a day. Um, my business doesn't overwhelm me. My job sometimes overwhelms me because it's a lot. But it's about chunking that as well, too, and learning to prioritize. So prioritizing is very, very important, um, important skill to have when you are balancing all these things. Right now, I'm not doing anything with Candidly Speaking as we speak right now. Okay. You know, um, the goal for Candidly Speaking right now is for me to finish my next book. That's the only goal that I have for Candidly Speaking right now. The goal for me to do something is to try to figure out how to find these funds to give out these scholarships and how to have this Christmas giveaway. Yeah only two um, things right there. So, you know, doing those things are enough. So it's about prioritizing and making sure you know what goals you have for that. And you still manage to look beautiful because I don't care what makeup you put on. This is you on this photo. <laughs> I don't care what you put on. This is Shamaya. <laughs> I do see this. Now, this is um this is candy, candlyspeaking2.com. So this is what you was just um referring to that right now you are looking to put out another book. Absolutely. So I'm working and on a book, which okay. is equal to the first book, but this book will be a little bit longer, a little bit lengthier, um, chapter, you know, chapter books, and it's just um, it's hashtag, I know my worth, now what? And then it's just like, move, bitch. It's time to move. It's okay. <laughs> Life means means to live, not exist. So when you say that, that, that is that like a slogan for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. It, so, so break it down to maybe someone who might don't understand how to do that. So when you're existing, you are surviving. Um, when you're surviving, you're just going day to day 
Um, you're just going day to day surviving on not thinking about your future, not thinking about what's to come. You're just living a day to day to day situation when you are just surviving. It's, I mean, it is what it is, what it means. Survive. You are just surviving. When you are living, you are walking in your purpose. Yep. Are doing the things that you were called to do. You are being obedient to God and what he wants you to do. And you are living an abundant life that he has called for you to live for that. Right. So I mean, that could mean that could be a, a numerous things. It all depends on what you have made out to be your happiness for that person. It does depend on the person because you like you said. You you can you can fix the plate, but you can't make nobody eat it. You yeah, can't. Yeah. Now th that that's a lot, and that's a a whole mouthful. On let's be real, Shmaya didn't gave y'all so much knowledge today on how to just find your worth, and it's not just to the ladies. Now, when we speak to the men, and we could tell them know your worth. What is an example you could tell the men? Like they're not knowing they worked on. Um, Call it out. I, you know, some of the things like I tell, and I tell my brother this all the time, like he's, uh, he's a, he's a really, really good dude. He has a really, really good job and he deserves a lot in his life that he, that he wants that, that he wants to have. And it's the same thing. Like, don't let anybody tell you that you don't deserve these things. Just like a woman deserves to be happy. So do you. Yes. You need to you need to be able to put goals and expectations in life as well too that you want. So just like women, they tell women I had to know your worth. Guys, know your worth too. Know that you deserve everything that you want. You know you don't have to stay in that apartment if you don't want that apartment. Go get you a house. You know you. A lot of men be afraid. They don't like commitment. So I don't. It's hard to tell a guy to know his worth because, oh my gosh, sometimes guys, women too. Mm -hmm. You know, we 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 can do a lot, you know, to hinder ourselves. Sometimes you can be the reason for yourself why you're not getting ahead. Sometimes it'd be you like, can I leave you at home today? Damn, I just want to go out and don't take this set of this mindset. I ran away from that so much. And, I, and I'm only speaking from my experience, the right. truth, you know. So you could tell a guy to know your word, but it's like you a guy will have X, Y and Z. But he would miss the whole alphabet <laughs> to to go. <laughs> That's another story. So it's hard to now, now you get into personality and getting into not even just that. Like, how do you know your character traits of the guys? And you know, I mean, but when it comes to guys knowing their work too, sometimes they have to realize that they not worth sleeping with all these women. Like, you shouldn't be doing that either. No, he need to know his worth on on his on himself. What are you capable of? Cause you can't find your happiness with no woman. That's giving too much of someone the power over your life Absolutely. to make you happy. You will not know how to love no one if you ain't loving yourself. Yourself, absolutely. I agree one thousand percent. One thousand percent. So I, I don't know how can I tell a man to know his worth because then that makes me start getting into his characteristics, personality, like you just said. Because see, I be I, I my podcast should have been for men. There's so many of them I want to talk to. Like I'm tired of y'all. <laughs> but you know, for my women too, I be wanting to encourage it because it's like, come on now, sister, you don't like you know somebody because of this guy you ain't even with this guy she not with this guy how yeah. can we empower each other uplift each other let's go forward maybe if you shake my hand i shake a, we me and you both could have been the next um uh, book writers out here together you know right. but it's 
It's so much separates us women from working together on empowering, uplifting each other. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, before we get out of here, um, Kendley speaking is doing a um, self-care September campaign where it's just a social media campaign where um, I'm just sharing um, self-care tips every day. So I'll be sharing one um, in a few minutes and it's just a self-care tip every day. So just to encourage and uplift people and talk to them about the importance of self-love and self-care since you just talked about that for the month of September because of self-care and self self-love awareness month. So how can we tune into this? So it, it's just, I just post um, flyers out of theirs. It's not a live. I haven't. Okay. Um, last year I did do a panel at the end of the month um, about the importance of self-care and, you know, I have the self-love, but I haven't figured out how I want to work that this year. If I want to do that again or not, I actually wanted to have a self-care event where there was, you know, to bring people in to talk about in person about what, you know, the self-care, self-love thing, maybe I might, you know, I might still work that out, but I'll see. So before we do um, get out of here, I just want to ask you when it goes down to the get up and do something, what is new coming for, for get up to do something? So get up and do something. Hopefully we'll be dropping the scholarship um, applications and we will be working on our Christmas giveaway. So we got to find some money so we can make sure we can get all that done. Absolutely. And when it comes down to candidly speaking, um, when you're saying that you're now behind, you know, looking to write another book, when can we expect the part two? Um, by the end of December, because I'll be on Christmas break and I can write all I want. So okay. hopefully if I can write five pages every Saturday, the book will be done. But um, there is some, I'm hoping by the end of December that is gone through editing and everything. And then by the new year, I could just launch it and roll it out sounds like a plan uh, you definitely have to check back in with me to let me know what's going on with you what's been with the timeline of the success i mean i take my head off to you you're doing an amazing job and especially when it goes down to those children i myself if i was in chicago i would definitely send my children because i know that principal is a strong woman not just because you're black but it's the knowledge. I know where you come from, the background, and I know your in intentions with my child. So I do thank you, you know, for all those other parents out there whose children you are going to be principal to and, you know, you educating and mentoring, you taking the time out of your busy day, your mother and a wife, but you still are able to give back and educate someone, let them know their worth, get up and do something. You're giving away. You you're amazing. What more do someone want from Shamaya? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm definitely going to check back in with you. It's been an honor and a pleasure to have you on Let's Be Real. And in six months, I'm going to check back with you. But just next time, lead a fight about it because it was a fight today with you, my girl. But on Let's Be Real, until next time, Shamaya, it's been one. Thank you. Thank you.